Hey guys, welcome to the first episode, no, the zeroth episode, I guess we can call it, episode zero of Star Wars in a Galaxy. So, what, um, uh, well, first of all, hi, I'm Eli. Hello, I'm Jacob. And, uh, we are your two hosts, and what we're going to be doing from every week on, except for this one, because we want to do a little introductory episode, but every week from now, we'll uh, analyze a piece of Star Wars media, whether it be a movie, you know, part of a movie, like uh, part of episode one or episode two or whatever it is, part of a TV show, Clone Wars Rebels, or even like a video game campaign, Knights of the Old Republic, we'll do Battlefront 2, we'll do um, Jedi Fallen Order, we'll do. Um, but we thought um, a good episode zero would be, before we dive in and share our thoughts on like, in-depth Star Wars stuff, we thought um, a cool thing to do would be to share our Star Wars opinions and opinions of each of the movies, because we're, like, different, we're very different Star Wars fans. We are, um, we have different opinions on very different stuff, so we uh, thought it would, ni- would be nice for, you, for everyone wa- listening to um, know those before we jump right in. Exactly. Um, right. Okay, so... Um, First, we'll go through uh, the three... Um, actually, let's go for original trilogy movies, because those are the original that were made. Um, so first, let, we'll talk a little bit about our opinions on episode four. All right. Uh, should I start off? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Episode four. Um, this is a movie that I really like. Um, I think it is... Uh, I mean, obviously, it was the original Star Wars. I think it's a... What's what's appealing about it to me, and especially in comparison to the uh, the modern day Star Wars music, movies, is how relatively simple it feels. There aren't so many side characters. There aren't many different planets. It just feels it feels simple, and that and that's that's what I really enjoy about it. I think uh, the acting is campy, of course, but um, it's endearing. It's 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 appealing. It's not at all um, it's not at all uh insufferable so I, definitely I, I i big fan of that one i i really like episode four as well my thing is actually the simplicity of it for me is where it drags a little on some points i feel like sometimes it's like oh yeah i know what's gonna happen next a little bit but i still love episode four it's a great star wars movie i um yeah it's i i really like it a lot all right episode, episode five, five. This is, where, back. this is where our opinions start to diverge more. You want to take this one, Eli? Yeah. Um, I like episode five a lot. I'm not as humongous as a, of a fan as some Star Wars fans are. It's not any. It's not actually anywhere close to my top three Star Wars movies. I like it a lot. There's a lot of stuff that's, that I love in there. You know, Yoda's one of my favorite Star Wars characters. Um, I thought all the sequences on Bespin. Lando Calrissian's just an amazing character. I love... Um, you know, yeah, all of that stuff. I just, it's, again, I always describe Empire for me as this way. It's not that I hate it. There's nothing about it that I hate. There's just a lot of Star Wars movies that I feel like have more meat in there than Empire. And I just made myself massacred by about 20,000 Star Wars fans over here, but I don't really care. <laughs> all right. Personally, I love Empire Strikes Back. Once again, I feel like it's it's not too complicated, but it just works. The... The intensity, the tension of the chase scene, 
Luke's vision being being pursued by Darth Vader and Boba Fett. What's really compelling is the feeling of desperation almost. It's not overwhelming and it doesn't take over the movie. But there's this underlying sense of just urgency and high stakes underpinning the entire movie that makes it so compelling. Especially in parts like the asteroid chase scene. And even though the, the humor is still campy, it's a little heavy-handed, but arguably it still works. And I think there's a lot of great character development too, you know? You have... Luke thinking about why he wants to become a Jedi. It just it just works. I know I've been saying that a lot, but in my mind, it just does. I really love it. I really do. Uh, okay, I think I probably should take episode 6, Return of the Jedi, first, just because of my opinions on that movie. Alright. Okay, episode 6, Return of the Jedi, is my personal favorite Star Wars movie. Um, I love it, like, so much. It I feel like... Like, the tone is right, and Return of the Jedi, for me, is one of those movies that it starts out really good, and then it just gets better and better and better as the movie goes along. Um, I think the Ewoks are very creative. I'm not, like, the humongous, like, I'm not a humongous fan of Ewoks, but I'm, I really, like, like, they're pretty cool, and I like Endor as a planet slash moon, because it's a moon. Um, I love the tension between Luke and Vader and Palpatine. And I think it all just, like, works well, and it's a classic Star Wars movie and my personal favorite Star Wars movie. Return of the Jedi. I almost said Revenge of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi is another Star Wars... Excuse me. Another Star Wars movie that I also love. I, I, I don't like it uh, just as much as the... Uh, I don't like it quite as much as uh, Episode Four and Episode Five, to be honest. Maybe because the Jabba's palace scene, you've just got... Jabba, he's a big slobbering monster. You got the Rancor, big slobbering monster. You got this demonic, torturous monkey lizard demon thing. It's just, it's a lot. But I think, I think from there on out, the movie, uh, I think it gets really good. It feels like a, it feels like a, it's like a very good conclusion to the other two, as it should be. I really like the, um, I, re I really like the, the way Luke interacts with Darth Vader in this movie, because I think it's so different from The Empire Strikes Back when it's just this open hostility, and you can see how much he's matured, and that and that really comes to fruition when he throws down his lightsaber in front of the Emperor and says, you won't turn me to the dark side. And I, I think that's just one of the most... When I watched it for the first time, it was one of the most amazing moments ever. So, definitely, definitely high in my ranking. I love it. I love that movie. I have a lot of respect for George Lucas for kind of making that. Okay, we're getting the prequel trilogy, and here's where our opinions start to diverge a little bit. Um, I guess I should start on episode one because of my opinion uh, on that movie. Um, so, um, I remember actually um, when Jacob over here first watched episode one, uh, at the time, Episode 1 was my favorite Star Wars movie. I still have a little bit of a soft spot for Episode 1. Um, I know you don't feel that the same way, but um, I don't know what it is. I think it's just that um, I have a good filter for uh, screening out uh, good old Jar Jar. Um, I can like block out him, and I can focus on the parts of the movie that I actually do like, which is the biggest part of, the, of Episode 1 that I think is absolutely great. It's the dynamic between Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi. 
they're two really great Je- they're real two really great Jedi who have a cool bond. Qui Gon Jinn's just great, and um, I think we get a lot of depth into him in that movie. Of course, there's stuff that doesn't work as well. Um, I think we can all point to uh, Natalie Portman's performance in well all three prequels, but es- but especially the Phantom Menace, honestly. Um, and you know, be, uh, little Anakin doesn't work like very well, but I think the stuff that does work does work. It works well. It doesn't work super well, but it works well. That's my opinion on episode All right. one. Well, um, interestingly enough, it seems that uh, Eli, you think I I really have it out for the prequels, but uh, at at this point, I think I've uh, I think I've actually learned to love them for what they uh, for what they are, despite their uh, despite what I believe to be their many flaws. For episode one, I think it suffers from a, uh, a very heavy-handed, convoluted, rambling script. The, uh, the lines, the dialogue, they're all... Oh, oh boy, I don't know what to... <laughs> they're just really, for the most part, really not enjoyable to watch. You have, um... What what is what, Eli? What's the name of the the guy who says? A communications disruption can mean only one thing: invasion. Co Bibble. Co Bibble. I mean, just every, that every... name alone. Just that name alone. Co Bibble is just great. My problem, and I think Co Bibble just exemplifies this. Every time he says a line, he just says it with this wooden face clenched jaw just biting out the words as if it pains see, him see that's to my say problem them. with uh, natalie portman in this movie um it's like come on show a little emotion in here like i'm sorry it, um it was there's this um uh shot of uh george lucas and the producer of the prequels rick mccallum walking and they're like and they're like uh, uh and george lucas is like i love natalie she's such a such a great a- actress and i think they've linked that um shot of her saying, I will not condone Carson's act, with the, oh, I love Natalie, oh, wow. she, she's a great actress. Oh, wow. Is... <laughs> it's harsh. But wow. it deserves to be said. R.I.P. Um, I also think, in episode one, there, there are some good things, like uh, Duel of the Fates. Duel of the Fates is it's, great. It's, it's good music. It's a, it's a little bit, uh, maybe maybe it's a little overblown but it's 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 pretty but it's awesome. epic it's it's awesome it's 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 fun despite despite how how much how kind of over dramatic and overwrought it may feel and i think that the the world building that george lucas and all the and a bunch of the people who worked on the movies maybe not the art direction but but at its core the world building uh, needs to be commended i think it it makes it no, no knock against the originals, but the prequels just feel so much more Alive. expansive. Like, there really yeah. is a whole universe. And I think that there's more awareness by oh. the time that those movies were made of what that universe could harbor, what it could be outside of the movies, and that the movies could have some type of awareness of that and pointing to that baked in throughout. So it just feels so much more expansive to me. Okay. One thing I like about it. I think we're going to go talk about episode two now. Um, I'm actually interested to hear your opinion before I share my opinion, because I think you know my opinion of episode two, but go ahead. All right. I dislike episode two not strongly, I'm going to say, because I... Hmm. Pardon me? 
I dislike episode two, not strongly, but it, it's it's not that I was upset with it when I watched it the same way I was when I watched The Phantom Menace or The Last Jedi, but I guess we'll get to that a little later. We'll get to that a little later. Sequel trilogy is where everything goes like bonkers, but... Um. I was kind of just like... It, I remember watching it for the first time and kind of just... Kind of just racking out and snoozing a little bit, you know? Like, it's just, it's very long. There's a lot of walking and talking. There are some epic battle scenes, but by the time you get to the Battle of Geonosis and all the really, really kind of fun, interesting, good stuff at the end, I already felt so completely fried by all the walking and talking, sitting and talking, talking on holograms, walking and talking while someone else is sitting on a floating chair and walking alongside you that it just kind of washed over me and I feel like I didn't really I didn't really get to appreciate it as much. That being said, I think that once again the world building was really good and I think there was somewhat more emotion. I think that I think Hayden Christensen gets a little too much hate because I think Anakin kind of went the the the, the whole time when he he has this look of confusion on his face perpetually. It kind of Maybe that's how Anakin is, always trying to figure things out, never really never really being paid much attention to by the Jedi, except if it's to be reprimanded. So trying to trying to sort out good and evil for himself, maybe. And I think that um the 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 romance, however, that that's where it just just kinda kills the movie for me. I'm gonna start out by saying I don't like episode two. It's it's coarse, rough and irritating. And it gets everywhere. Um, I'm gonna then say, so here's my thing. I like, I yearn to like a lot of things in the Star Wars movies. I, they're like, I'm one of those people who is like, I, I call myself a saga fan. Who's like, oh, um, yes, I'm going to appreciate all the Star Wars movies for what they are. And for the good parts, not necessarily the bad parts. Yeah. That being said, episode two is the worst Star Wars movie for me. Just because of what Jacob elaborated on earlier about, you know, once you get to the epic Battle of Geonosis, which is great. The Battle of Geonosis is awesome. But you have to get through the Anakin, the Anakin <coughs> Sand monologue and the Padme Summer Camp monologue, which I think is even worse, honestly. You, you know, you had to get through all that, like, really bad stuff to get to, to the actual good stuff. Like... It's it's just kind of like it's it's good once you get through the bad, but it's like it, it's removed the last half hour of that movie, and you just have a bad romance movie in space. Uh, that's really how I could describe that movie. Um, and yeah, I think we should get on to um, the internet's favorite Star Wars movie. Episode I think we, three. Revenge of the memes. <laughs> Revenge of the memes. You want to go first? I guess I will. Um, <coughs> now, episode three gets thrown around as people's, oh, you know, favorite Star Wars movie, or, like, really good, and, like, top three. And I just kind of don't get it. Like, I like it. It's a very... It's a, it's a pretty good Star Wars movie. I don't think it's as good as episode one, for, in my book, but it's not as bad as episode two. Um, you know, like, I, like, General Grievous is one of my favorite Star Wars villains. He's great. I love him. And the, some of the battles in this are, like, 
great. You know, we get to see Mace Windu with a lightsaber, and we get this um, battling it out with a Sith Lord, and, you know, we get to see, um, you know, John Graves in action, and, you know, we get a ton of lightsaber duels in this movie, and it's great. Every time we're not in a lightsaber duel, though, that's when the movie starts to, you know, get slow again, you know. It's like, there's that, um... I'm going back to Anakin and Padme. In the beginning of the movie, there, uh, Anakin has that scene where it's like, um, you are so beautiful only because I'm so in love. So love has blinded you? I'm like, what is this? Are we back in episode two? I thought, I thought we didn't want to go back there. I thought we're past that. But nope, we're, we're kind of still in that. And even though this has some of the best, episode three has some of the best moments in Star Wars, it just kind of falls flat some some places. I still like it a lot. It's much better than episode two or uh, spoiling for ahead for me, but Rogue One. Um, but uh, but it's like um, it, it's fine. You know, it's like it's fine. It's good. Okay. What I think about episode three. Hmm. This is an interesting one. I think it's definitely better than the first two prequels, in my opinion. I think by a lot. That. That being said. I also don't think it really... I, I watched it a couple months ago again, and I, I I don't really think it holds up that well. It's it's definitely better. It has, like I said, some really good moments. I do I do, I do enjoy the lightsaber duels, even though I, I think they're a little bit over-choreographed, but they're, 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 they're still fun. They're still dramatic. And I, I like the You Are My Brother, Anakin. I think... Um, I think uh, definitely having after um after after now that like after being exposed to prequel memes for a long time I think that definitely the movie takes on new life if you can call it if you would call it that but overall it, it's it, it's all right I would say I, I, yeah it's it's kind of a game now like whenever I watch Revenge of the Sith it's like oh yeah there's a prequel meme there's a prequel meme there's a prequel meme. There's a meme every five minutes in that movie. It's 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 hilarious. Um, uh, I f um I forgot to say this. I think we'll probably do um for the sequel trilogy because the spinoffs were released. We do we do like seven Rogue One, eight Rogue, uh Solo Nine. Okay. Um, sure. So, okay, let's go to episode seven. So go ahead with episode seven because I know I think your opinions with this movie have changed over time. I do. Episode 7. This was an interesting one. When I first saw it, I really liked it. I, I enjoyed it. I think that regardless of the fact that, um, I think that the criticism that it is kind of a, a ripoff of episode 4, are they're, they're valid. I think that it definitely was, and I think that the, the, the entire sequel trilogy, now that it's wound up, would definitely have gone on a very different trajectory, and I think that a lot of the discourse around it would be very different had that movie taken a different path. That being said, however disappointing it was for me, not that much, but now a little bit more, it was that they kind of took a very similar path to episode four in terms of the plot. I think it was the one movie that could get away with doing that because it just needed to be a, fa a fan service type of movie to really get people hyped when they're rebooting the franchise I think after The Last Jedi came out, I think... Oh, um, The Last Jedi. <laughs> the movie that changed everyone's opinion on Star Wars. Yes. Magically. <laughs> I, think, I, think I, I think now that the other 
now that the entire trilogy is out, I think The Force Awakens has less re rewatchability. You might say I think it. I think the other two movies retroactively make it worse, not necessarily because it's a bad movie, but because all three movies feel so completely different from each other, that it makes it feel less worthwhile to go back and watch so much happening that doesn't really seem to that seems to be completely thrown away in the Last Jedi. That being said, I did think that uh. Unlike in the other two movies, I think the the humor, or the in, unlike in the other two sequel movies, I think the humor kind of worked. The, the, the back and forth, I thought that Finn and Poe had some really good, uh, some, some really good banter, good chemistry. Um, I, I also, I, I wanted to, I wanted them to, I, I, I shipped them and I wanted them to get together. Obviously, that didn't happen, but I we'll know. get to that later. We'll get to that later, yeah. I promise. I know this has been a little lengthy. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I was... What was I... Okay, I guess my thoughts on episode seven. Um, so here's where I pass the verge a little bit, because I still absolutely love episode seven. I think the... I Even though it was a little bit of a rehash, it was. it's a rehash and those complaints are valid, but they only get you so far in, like, looking at that movie because there's a lot more than the rehash. I think Ray, I love Ray. I think she's a great character. I think, I, I think they did a really great job with her and her character and her character's development. Um, and I thought that there's a lot of good stuff in the movie. There's a lot of, I think, imagination-provoking stuff in the movie. Even if they did go a little hard on fan service at times, I think... Force Awakens was a very, very good Star Wars movie, and it, and it ranks high on my list. Okay, I guess we're talking about um, Rogue One now. Ooh, I Rogue think One. I'm going to start on Rogue One because I have the unpopular opinion on Rogue One. Um, and um, I remember seeing Rogue One, and I walked out of the theater, and I was like, really? That's what we went into? I thought... I thought a lot of the stuff in Rogue One just wasn't very, like, interesting. It was very... How do you say it? It, it's, it was very, like... It was, it was the... There's a joke with Rogue One that it's the m most money that's any, that anyone's ever paid to fill, fill in a plot hole. And it kind of does feel like that. It's... It's like the characters aren't super developed. The story lags in a lot of places. And it's like it's it's a it's it seems like it's a very like it seems like it's a very like it like the early Star Wars movies kind of were like a visionary movie. It wasn't about the story or the plot or like the characters. It was about the event and the you know, the special, and everything coming together in one place, and that didn't really work the way I wanted it to. It's like, I think without the Vader scene at the end of the movie, and K2SO and Churrit throwing in some funny jokes, the movie would probably be my least favorite Star Wars movie. But with that, it ranks barely above Attack of the Clones with me. But it's just like... I mean, I can find stuff I like about it. It's good. 
it's fine. It's just I can't get behind it as much, I guess. Okay. Fair enough. My opinion on Rogue One. This is another interesting one. When I first watched it, I was, like Eli, I think I was underwhelmed. I thought that, uh, I, th I thought it wasn't super, I'm not going to say interesting. Yeah, it wasn't super, it wasn't interesting. super interesting. It was exciting in the moment, but when I thought back about it, I thought, huh, what did I, what was I really watching? However, I, uh, I rewatched it a couple times since then in more recent years, and I have to say, my opinion has actually improved markedly on it. I'm not sure why. Just now, I thought it may not it may not be the the best movie, but it's a uh, it it's fun. There's some there. I think there's a lot of good action scenes. It it offers a very interesting take on a very different aspect of of Star Wars, kind of. A little more gritty side of it, which I, I think, however much I think that's kind of an overrated idea at this point, the whole the whole brutal reality shtick at this point in pop culture. I I believe that um. I believe it was uh, wasn't as good as everyone said it was for for the most part, or at least what the diehard fans are saying. However, it was. I think I think I, I I liked it better than Eli did. Definitely. One hundred percent. It was um. I thought the uh the the, the Fel Felicity Jones is that yeah name Felicity Jones Felicity Jones's acting was eh, it was fine. I thought the script yeah. the script writing for Jin just wasn't very good. And I it felt like they were trying to make her seem rebellious and the the, the her, her her character seemed. The, I I think what the writers were probably going for in the direction was like. You know, tough, rebellious, sassy, doesn't doesn't really let people, like, no one can tell them nothing. But I feel that there wasn't enough character development and there wasn't enough connection between the audience. I didn't feel enough connection between the audience or me and Jin. So it really, it, she, she just came off to me as just kind of like, just kind of abrasive, you know, just... just abrasive grating not not very nice so yeah eh. okay Th that being said there was some good there, there was some good uh side actors yeah um okay everyone take a deep breath because we're going in we're going in for episode eight the last jedi i think Ooh, i want to start this one boy. off. i want to start this one off this i'm about to say something that's going to make me a messiah to half the star wars community and a pariah to the other half Okay. Maybe half is pushing it from but, the side. <laughs> but actually, I'm not sure. Okay. Who knows? We'll but leave. but but buckle up, everyone. Okay, here we go. I like no, sorry. I loved the Last Jedi. I thought it was a an inspiring piece of the Star Wars saga that really challenged what we thought the Star Wars movies were about. I thought there were a lot of interesting threads in the story. With especially, especially between Ray and Kylo Ren, um, and I, and again, I'm gonna say something controversial here, but I didn't really have. Actually, that's not true. When we saw it in the theater, I thought the Finn and Rose Canto bite sequence was a little useless, but I've actually warmed up to it a lot 
since then, and I actually have grown to really appreciate that sequence for development of Finn as a character. Um, I thought there there were a lot of just like good moments. I thought, you know, I thought everything with Luke was just like so good. It like had a lot of feeling and emotion in those scenes. Everything with Luke was very interesting. All the stuff with Ray and Kylo Ren were very interesting. Finn was um also like he had a lot of development, even though a lot of people I know didn't real didn't see that. Um, of course, Last Jedi, like every Star Wars movies, does have its flaws. I did roll my eyes a little bit when Leia soared through the th- soared through space to get back on the Radis. That was a little that that was a little cheesy, you know. There was some other stuff, you know. Finn and Rose kissing at the end was, you know, it's like. But my thing is. If you take all the moments that I'm like, eh, in, in, in The Last Jedi, it doesn't add up to that much of the movie. And I far more enjoyed it than I disliked it. And it's, right now, I think, ranking on my third favorite Star Wars movie of wow. all of them. Yeah. Okay. I, and so keep all that in your head once you hear what Jacob's about to say about it. Okay. <clears throat> I'm just gonna leave the room now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Don't take it personally. Don't take it personally. No, I'm not taking it personally. Trust me. Well, honestly, I hated the Last Jedi. I I, I unabashedly hated it. I ju- I just hated it for real. And I'm not sure. I think there were a multitude of reasons for that. Um, so I'll, I'll just kind of go through them. Give my opinion on the movie. I thought that the humor didn't work. The fact that there was a your mom joke within the first five minutes of the movie, I think that was a big red flag. I thought that the writing was 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 iffy. The the pacing was also kind of unstable. I really did not I really did not like or agree with the um the way they the treatment they gave to Luke in this movie. I was really disappointed by a lot of things, and I think that was one of them. I really, uh, I, re- I really love Luke as a character, and I really wanted to see more for him. I really didn't understand why a character who basically threw down his only means of defense and and would rather be killed or maimed at the hands of the Emperor than hurt his father, even though his father killed so many of his friends endangered him and his closest friends and loved ones, killed his mentor, Obi-Wan, and and then he refused to kill him. You're talking about Ben. No, Kylo. Oh, why yeah, he well, would... Yeah, Ben, Kylo. Ben's why Kylo. Why? Why Luke would then try and kill Kylo in his sleep without even trying to solve the problem in any other way. It just... It, it just didn't sit well with me. Furthermore... I think the, uh, I think Rey, um, I liked, I still like Rey as a character, however, I thought that she got a little bit too powerful too quickly in terms of, I think it made for, like, exciting action, but at the same time, it doesn't really make a lot of sense compared to, I guess maybe compared to Luke, but especially compared to Anakin. I think that 
yeah, that just doesn't really make a lot of sense. That that didn't bug me too much. However, also, just the overall structuring in the movie, the fact that like we kept going off on these adventures, these tangents that didn't really do anything. Like the entire, the entire scene with the master, the master codebreaker. What was he? DJ and the DJ. whole thing with the. The, the whole thing where they put the thing on the other thing and then they go in their the, the first order ship they gotta get the thing but then the thing has a thing in it that lets this other thing and track then them their thing and then, then BB-9 BB and then shows up just, for like two minutes after being focused in the marketing for like ten minutes it just it just makes no sense in my opinion why would you include that in the movie you could have freed up thirty minutes of space to actually focus in on the main characters I also found it profoundly frustrating that None of the main characters really got time like like they did in the like they did in the seventh episode to just like be together to develop to kind of have their personalities bounce off of one another and kind of help that it it felt very plot driven not character driven I think also Rose oh boy I don't have anything against Rose as a character or against Kelly Marie Tran I think she's a good actor. I don't think... I, I, I really like her. I don't think she it's should be getting harassed. I think it's a... I think it's a problem of... You have a lot of really good actors. Arguably the most talented cast that Star Wars... That a Star Wars movie has ever had. And then you just have a writing team that just completely squanders that. And and that's what really frustrates me about this movie on so many levels. Don't even, don't even get me started about hyperspace ramming... Admiral Holdo. I think any we of should. I think we should get on the solo because I, I think, think we should move because, on. Because, I can talk about this all day. Yeah, because we have so we many thoughts about. We have like so many thoughts about the three sequels and about Rogue One. But yeah. I think our thoughts of a solo are going to be so slim yeah. because that movie in. Okay, I'm just going to say this about Solo. I'm going to go really fast about yeah. Solo. Um, solo was fine. It was good. There was some stuff in it that was not the best. How Han got his last name was wow. Holy. Crap, that was bad. Um, and, like, I'm a huge Darth Maul hater, so when he showed up in the end, I'm, like, I was, like, oh, my God. But everything in the el- everything else in the movie was fine. It wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. It was just kind of fine. Yeah. I think, hmm, solo, solo, solo. It was an interesting movie. I think it wasn't... It wasn't bad, but it wasn't good either. You know, it was it was fine, really. I enjoyed some of the action scenes. I I actually really enjoyed a lot more than I thought I did. Even I really enjoyed a. Uh, oh gosh, no, I forgot his name. I really enjoyed Childish Gambino's performance oh, uh, as Donald Lando. Glover. Donald Glover Jr. Yes, that's right. I think he I think he was definitely the star of the show. He was slick. He really felt like a. I'm pretty he sure felt I said in t- tune with Billy I, D. Williams, I, I, which I, I really couldn't say for Alden Ehrenreich. What are you gonna say, Lynn? I was gonna say, um, uh, I remember the one criticism we both had afterwards was like, Charles Gambino was so good as Lando. They just didn't use him. Yeah, I, I think they didn't use him enough. I think also, um, no disrespect against Alden Ehrenreich. I just think, uh, in terms of how iconic Harrison Ford was as Han Solo, it's it's pretty hard to follow that up, and I think. Whether or not it's his fault, that's debatable. But to be honest, I think he didn't. He wasn't really up to the task, and see, he just ended up see, I like. I on that one, but yeah, that's me. It it just felt like, what this guy is just like, 
something happens, and now he's smirking like a cat that just took a dump in your favorite pair of shoes. You know what I mean? So, overall, it was it was okay. I would say it's okay. Okay, I mean, we probably should have said this at the beginning of the podcast, but there's going to be Rise of Skywalker spoilers. But, you know, it's been, like, close to a month. So, I feel a little bit more confident than if it was, like, a week ago, maybe. But, so we're going to talk about Episode Nine, The Rise of Skywalker. Okay, I th- guess I'm going to start on this one. Um, I absolutely adore The Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker, for me, was very, very good. There was a lot of stuff in there that I thought was really interesting. Um, I thought um, Ray. first of all, I know this is going to anger everyone, but I like her being a Skywalker. I thought it was good. I thought it was thematic. I thought it fit. I thought it was great. I thought it was a good end to the movie. I thought the Jedi spirits... The Jedi spirits is going to be um, one of my favorite scenes in the entire saga, like, forever, because of uh, of what that did and, like, of Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan and Mace Windu and Yoda all jumping in the fray to give to Egg Ray on. And um, I thought Kylo Ren's redemption was done very well. Excuse me. Um, I thought Kylo Ren's redemption was done very well. I thought I thought all the scenes with Han, Luke, and Leia especially shined but i thought i think the one of the biggest the movie's biggest strengths i gotta say um in response to some of jacob's comments about last jedi were when all the characters were together about to, to take on this you know big evil in palpatine and i i didn't mind palpatine as much as i know a lot of people did um i kind of just kind of i just kind of accepted it and i just kind of went on with the movie which i know a lot of people are struggling with um, but I really liked The Rise of Skywalker. I thought it was a great end to the Star Wars saga. And I know Jacob doesn't think that, so let's hear what he thinks about it. Mm, well, I don't think, I wouldn't say I dislike it. I think it was a, I think it was a fundamentally good movie. I like it. I want to like it. I think there's a lot of, there were a lot of amazing moments in that movie, like Palpatine's return, just a lot of, a lot of really jaw-dropping and mate great cinematography, great acting. But I thought there was also just so much fluff getting in the way. It felt like there was some... It was, the plot was just whipsawing all over the place. Now we're here. Now we're here. Now Chewbacca's dead. Oh, wait, no, he's alive. We gotta go rescue him. Now C-3PO's gonna sacrifice himself. No, nope. Except he's not. And by the way, conveniently, back to the, for- the end of The Force Awakens, skipping over The Last Jedi. Hmm, I wonder where that came in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. It seems. Mm, I thought that it was a it was a it was a good movie. I just felt that there was like I think thirty maybe forty forty five percent of the movie just felt so unnecessary to the overall plot. And if they had just taken out like the Chewbacca subplot, the subplot with a uh, Zori Bliss on what's that planet called? Kajimi. Kajimi. The entire Kajimi subplot. You don't even need subplot. to know that planet. It's gone anyway. Yeah, the entire Kajimi <laughs> subplot, the entire Chewbacca died subplot, just felt unnecessary. It felt really plot driven. It felt, I think, in a really disappointing way. It felt very obviously like with the the new droid, the droid that has like did talks and it talks right after it. Do. It just felt really obviously. And frustratingly, like, for the merchandise. Now, and that was really disappointing. So, it was... 
Don't get me wrong. I did like it. I just thought that... It, it was frustrating. Because I liked it, but I felt that it was really kind of marred by a bunch of... Just this really frantic, indecisive plot. Okay, um, I was thinking also we're going to talk a little bit. Um, I know it's running a little long, but I think we're going to talk a little bit about the TV shows. Because I think uh, the two of us are humongous fans of the TV shows, for the most part. Um, first of all, I'm going to talk about my experience with the absolutely incredible Star Wars TV show, Star Wars The Clone Wars. Ooh. The Clone Wars is, like, I loved it so much. It was great. It was a great series. It, I love, there's some of those new characters that are just, like, classics. Ahsoka Tano comes to mind as the first one. Ahsoka is, like, one of the best Star Wars characters ever. I love her. She's great. I thought... The Clone Wars provided some depth to Anakin that we really needed because his turn to the dark side and the prequels felt like kind of, yeah, it, like, it was obvious. His turn to the dark side and the prequels, I think, was a little too obvious. But in the Clone Wars, it was like, well, maybe he's actually a good guy. Maybe he has some stuff that's good yeah. about him. Um, there's a lot of stories in the Clone Wars that I just felt were great. It was, like, awesome there was some stuff that I was a little iffy on, like, mainly for me, it was the return of Darth Maul. I'm like, wait, what? Why is he back again? Yeah. Like, does he need so... to come back? I don't think he needs to come back. Um, my, my, I, I became more negative about Darth Maul the more I see him. The more I see Darth Maul, the more negative I become about him. That's my thing. Yeah. I don't um, know. I just feel ambivalent about Darth Maul. Like, he's there... This like make him cool, make him make him fun. I don't I don't really care. To be yeah. Honest. What are your thoughts about the Clone Wars? I know. I I also loved it. I think it was a the first season was a little bit a little bit campy, kind of a little bit of more more. They were finding kid their friendly. They were finding their footsteps though, and I think overall it was a it was a really it was a really good show, especially for like a, a Star Wars show, an animated show. It was it it was it was something special. I really enjoyed it. Okay, go ahead. Um, talk about rebels because Ooh. I know rebels. You I know. Love I know rebels. a lot of people dislike Star Wars Rebels, and I think there are some valid reasons for that. However, I, I I definitely love Rebels. The first season is, it's definitely very very. You I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> you can you can feel Disney's fingerprints all over it. However. Season two and especially season three and season four, they're really interesting. Thrawn, really good. Thrawn, I love Thrawn. I'm Goose a huge bumps. fan. Very, very interesting. I remember when very I sinister. I was sitting on like the edge of of a bed watching the season three trailer from Celebration, and I fell off the bed when I saw Thrawn. I legitimately fell off the bed when I saw Thrawn. It was that sort of a wow yeah. moment. It was. It was really, I really like that. I'm in agreement with Jacob, sort of. I like, I, I'm not like humongous, I'm not a, as humongous of a Rebels fanboy as Jacob is, but I do love Rebels, uh, especially the third and especially, especially the fourth season of Rebels was just great. It did a lot of things that I liked. It killed Maul, let me tell you this. It killed Maul, and that episode is still my favorite only because it killed Maul. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I am, yeah, I I really am. Um, and so, uh, yeah. Um, I, 
I've only seen the first half of the... Uh, I know, I've only seen a couple episodes of Resistance, so I can't really talk about it. It's fine. It's, like... It's good. Um, I know, um, quickly before we talk about the last show, um, I just want to mention that, um, both of us are kind of big gamers, so we are, we have been into some of the Star Wars video games. Um, uh, I, I'm just gonna say, the multiplayer of Battlefront is still, like, one of my favorite Star Wars experiences ever, though the story of- Which, which Battlefront? Two. Battlefront okay. 2, 20, the, EA, seven, the, EA. the EA one. It's, like, great. It's awesome. I love playing it. Um, but the story of Jedi Fallen Order is really, really great. I think those two games are awesome. I'm not a huge KOTOR fanboy. I played the first game, and I played half of the second game, and I just kind of quit after the second half of mm. KOTOR 2. I, after the first half of KOTOR 2, because it, it wasn't really interesting to me. So, yeah. Um... That's my thoughts on the Star Wars video gaming. What's your thoughts before we get to the final TV um, series? I I played a lot of uh you know we played a lot of um Jedi Fallen Order together. I liked it. I didn't really understand what all the hype was about. The combat felt just kind of meh for me. The um the plot, I don't know. But it was it was good. Like it was fun. I really loved the worlds, the uh the explorable environments, so it it was very entertaining. However, I think I still prefer Battlefront Two in terms of like the actual experience. the actual experience itself. And I, I I absolutely adore the original Star Wars Battlefront video games. Yep, they're great. They um, are they're fantastic. Okay, I love them. we've been holding out for on this moment for a while, but let's talk about it. Star Wars, The Mandalorian. Ooh. The, the, full, the first season is fully out on Disney+, and I love it. You love I don't it. think it's as good as The Clone Wars, but, that sh- but again, it's not a fair comparison, and that show means so much to me. Um, but, man, The Mandalorian was good. I really liked a lot of, like, a lot of the moments felt uniquely Star Wars in a way that not other moments could really... Like, it, yeah, was... we were exploring new territory, but it still felt a little bit like home somehow. I, I, yeah. the, the first season of Mandalorian is definitely great, and I cannot wait for the second. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it. I, I loved, I loved the Mandalorian. I loved, uh, I think despite the fact that we only saw his face once, I think Pedro Pascal did a really excellent job. Yes. In terms of the mannerisms, the tone of voice. But let's be real. So let's so be real, though. Yeah. The show's not about him. No. It's about our favorite guy in green over here. <laughs> Stealer of the show. Stealer of merchandise. Let's clap it up for Baby Yoda right now. That's true. <laughs> you know, my opinion on Baby Yoda is... I, I think he is... It, it's, he's very cute. He's, He's very entertaining. However, I think that I've become less appreciative of him now that the entire internet is just completely saturated yeah. with memes about Baby Yoda, any kind of Baby Yoda content. There, there's a meme. You know, uh, there's a Rogue One meme. I, like every, all the memes now are just Baby Yoda stuff. It's, it's it, in, um, there's seems a, like it's just like there's wholesome a, Baby Yoda, Keanu Reeves, one hundred. There, 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 there's it's, this it's meme. There's a Rogue One meme, which is uh, Cassian from Rogue One saying, uh, 
suddenly Star Wars is real for you. I've been in this fight since I was six years old. Yeah. And that's exactly how I feel. I'm like, now you're interested in Star Wars? Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, I think it's great that they're getting... It, it's great that they're getting... More in- people interested, given that the uh, the sequels, I mean, call it what you... What, but, like, they're, they're faltering, I think. Yeah, so I... So I think that I'm definitely glad that there's a new way that's uh, kind of picking up, and I, I, and I like that. Well, that was raw. I did not expect it to be this long, but it'll be shorter when it's edited. Yeah. Um, When it's edited, it'll be shorter. But um, I guess that'll be it for episode zero of Star Wars in a Galaxy. We will be back next week, hopefully, um, uh, with, I think we're going to start, yeah, we're going to start 4,000 years B-B-Y before the Battle of Yavin. We're going to start with the game that inspires so many to be Star Wars fans, Knights of the Old. Republic. We're going to talk about Revan and how much I hate him. Um, <laughs> and we're going to, we're in Malik and everyone. And yeah, I guess we'll see you next week. All right. Thank May you. May the force be with Thank you. Thank you so much if you're listening to this. May the force be with you. Always. <laughs>